Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Jana, and welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's great to be with you today. <laughs> well, we are so glad that you're with us, and Amen. we have a topic today that I know every single person that listens to this podcast is seriously going to uh, tune in. They're going to be shouting probably amen because they're going to say, we have been there. Some people might even say, I didn't know what that was, but now I have a full understanding of what's been coming against me. We are going to talk about spiritual warfare. Mm. We're going to be reading in the book of Ephesians, and we're going to look at how the Apostle Paul tells us we can have victory in these areas. But before we get to the verses... Um, let me kind of give a quick introduction before Janet actually reads the verses and we discuss them. Yes. And we say the topic spiritual warfare. Sometimes people get this mystical, weird, oh, that's kind of weird stuff, or I don't know about that, or the devil's not real. He's just, you know, has a red suit on and a, and a pitchfork and all that. I think he's a joke and this and that. But the, the reality of this is, is that there is a warfare going on. Yes, there's a war going on with ISIS and all the other people that we are dealing with, but there's a greater war going on. That's a spiritual war. That's right. It's a war that we really, in the tangible aspect, with our physical eyes, can't see, but it is being waged right now. Unfortunately, there's a lot of believers that don't even realize there is a war going on, so they're wondering why they're going through all these situations, why their minds are being tormented, and why they don't have any peace, and why they're going through all these struggles. Um, they need to know, we, especially us as believers, need to know that we're in the midst of a great spiritual struggle. That's right. We are in the midst of a battle. Um, we are in a war. But many don't understand the nature of Satan's schemes. They don't understand the weapons and how he employs them against uh, us. Or the weapons then which God has provided for us for our defense. Yes. So when you're left with the inability to know what's going on, rather from what he's doing or what God has supplied you with, we are then put in this position of many people living in life, again, living lives of torment and lack of peace and anxiety and worry about all the things that are going on. They're not able to fight the fight good. They're not able to stand firm in the middle of the war that's going on all around them. Um, and, and I'll say that even though the devil's declared war on the entire human race, it is only Christians, it is only true believers, followers of Christ, who are even capable of believing and perceiving the true nature of this conflict. So if obviously if you're a believer out there listening to this, we're going to encourage you in how you can win the battle you're in. Because I'll guarantee you, everybody is out there thinking at some time in my journey in Christ, I have gone through just times when I just didn't know what in the world was going on. I wonder why I, why am I not happy? You know, I have, you know, I have my bills paid this and that's going on, but I still can't find any peace. I still can't find any joy. Um, he fights us. Yes. He fights us because although that fruit is in us from the spirit, he fights us and he steals from people. 
understand something as a believer he can't steal the the eternal seed that's been planted in you right. he can't steal your eternity but he can he can steal your joy in the yes. journey he can steal your peace along the way and that's what we want to help you with today yes. we want to help you find victory the bible talks about this a lot the spiritual wars discussed in second corinthians second thessalonians first timothy james first peter yes. and in revelation and all of these areas mention satan his schemes his tactics and his and the truth of this war that we are called to yes um but god has issued to each of us a bugle call to intelligent combat yes you know i i am all about in the physical world that we live in i I, I stay situationally aware. I train for things that would try to come against me or my family. I prepare myself for, you know, so-called, quote-unquote, the war that would try to come to my home or try to get in my home yes. or try to attack my wife or try to affect us somehow. So as much as I train for that, I, must, I, I need to be much more trained because understand something. The devil is real, and he is very smart, and he knows each person and how to attack you and where to attack you to get you off balance, to get you in a place where your head's spinning around and you don't know what in the world is going on because yes. we have all been there before. But we need to realize that um, we as believers are his enemy. And my wife is going to say this. I know she's going to say this line, but we, we need to learn. We don't fight we fight from victory, not for victory. That's right. Christ has already won yes. the victory for us. He's going to read a verse on that as well. That victory's already been won. That's right. We don't live in defeat. He tries to make us think we are, but the devil has no ability to steal the to the victory's been won. We just need to learn how to walk victoriously yes. in this life that we're living. Amen. Amen. So I'm getting myself excited right now <laughs> because it's so, this is so real and it's so true. So we're going to get into these verses. And let me say this if, for people who ignore this call and the battle that rages around them, they will be doomed to be casualties. Yes. So you don't want to be a casualty. Yes. You want to live a full and effective life for Christ. You don't want to be a believer who is hobbling along, limping along because you've not fought the fight good. That's right. And so we want to help prepare you for that in Jesus' name. So I'm going to let my beautiful wife share these verses with you, and then we are going to discuss them. She's going to be looking at Ephesians chapter... Well, she's going to get into... Uh, the one verse I told you about where Jesus has the victory, but we're going to focus on today. And all, let me say this. This is going to be part one of a two-part series on spiritual warfare. Yes. So make sure that when you are done listening to this one, when you see part two up, make sure you go to that. Because in yes. part two, we're going to discuss the pieces of armor yes. um, that uh, the Apostle Paul talks of. But today, we're going to focus on verses 10 through 13 of Ephesians chapter 6. That is so powerful. I know after you just heard what Brad said, I know that you can attest that yes, things like that have happened to you. Fiery darts have come against your mind, your emotions, um, these attacks that you've had. You might even have had some spiritual dreams that the Lord has given you about stuff that is trying to come in your home, come in your life and affect you. So we're going to uh, talk today. We're going to focus on Ephesians 6 uh, verses 10 through 13 on this um, 
first part of our podcast series on spiritual warfare. And I truly believe that we as believers need to understand the grounds of authority in which we operate. And so in order to do that, before we even get into those scripture verses, we're going to go to Colossians 2.15. In Colossians 2.15, I love the scripture verse because it says, Having disarmed principalities and powers, he, who is he? We're talking about Jesus, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. What is it? It is the cross. And so that is the ground of authority that we are going to um, talk to you about today on this uh, podcast. So what that is showing me right now, as we we have a ground of authority as a believer that we operate in, and it's Jesus Christ's triumph over sin and evil powers. And Colossians 2.15 shows us that it was accomplished, which means past tense. It has already been done at the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, he said it is finished. It was finished for our salvation. It was finished for the forgiveness of sins. It was finished all of this. So we have we have the victory right then. Christ's cross was the undoing of the devil. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're not laughing because it's funny. That's powerful. So Jesus' shed blood, his sacrificial death, and resurrection triumph is our grounds to fight from victory, yes. not for victory. Because we already have the victory because Christ gave it to us. So now that you know that as a believer, now we're going to go into um, these verses. And I want to say this too. As a believer, you are in Christ. And being in Christ means his authority and power has been delegated to you. He has already triumphed over the enemy, like we've said, and he has already gotten the victory. So when spiritual attacks come, we have to remember we fight again from a stance of victory. And I want to say something about that delegated authority that we have in Christ, because it's no longer we who live, but Christ in us when we become a Christian. But here is something I was thinking about police officers out there today. They have been given a delegated authority through their city, uh, through their state, and they wear a badge. And whenever we see a police officer in that badge, we recognize this man or woman, they have authority. They have authority to stop us. They have authority if we're speeding to give us a ticket. They have authority if someone has broken into our house to come in and help us and to protect us. So that is the same thing. When we see them, we see the authority that backs them. So it's the same as a believer. When we uh, step into these scripture verses, we need to remember that there is a delegated authority, a power that's been invested in us through Christ. And it's not our own strength and it's not our own power, but it's what he did on the cross and who we are in him that we are able to stand like we need to stand when spiritual warfare tries to come against us. Amen. Okay, so Ephesians 6, 
verses 10 through 13. And in my Bible, the, the caption over that says the whole armor of God. And when I read that, I thought of something important. It didn't say part of the armor of God. It said the whole armor of God. And um, this shows me that sometimes we forget part of the armor. And usually it's our offensive armor pieces. And we're going to talk about that um, on our second podcast. But when we look at this, Paul is talking about the whole armor of God. And so we um, need to remember that, that God, like Brad has said, he has already provided us with what we need to be able to combat this and to stand against these wiles of the enemy. So verse 10 says, be strong in the Lord. Can I, can I, my version starts with, I have the English standard version. It starts with the word finally mm. be strong in the Lord. Whenever you see the word finally yes. or a word like therefore, you need to look back previous in your, and we'll see that that author has talked about particular subjects that he's now come to and said, therefore do this. Or yes. in Paul's case here, he has um, discussed in the previous chapters uh, the Christian duty of unity and purity, um, staying unified, staying pure. And, and he's realizing that this is going to be complicated mm. by the presence of these hostile spiritual powers. Yes. So he's just laid out that those topics in verses 1 through 5, chapter 1 through 5. Now he says, finally. So now here's what you got to do. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So verse 10, like Brad just said, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is a command to us. It's not to be strong in ourself and in the power of our might. Not to be strong in someone or something else and in the power of their might. Right. But Paul says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord <laughs> and in the power of his might. Praise God. What power is that? It's the power of the Holy Spirit, the power that raised Jesus from the dead. That power is available to all of us to be strong in. That's Hallelujah. right. That's that awesome, is man. awesome. I don't have to do this myself. I can't fight the devil myself. That's but right. But in the strength of the Lord, I can be victorious. That's right. So what the Word is telling us, and we're going to beat this until it gets into all of us, it says, be strong in the one who has already disarmed principalities and powers. Be strong in the one, Jesus, who has already made a public, a public spectacle of these principalities and powers be strong in the lord in in the power of his might isn't that powerful y'all awesome. verse 11 says put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil verse 12 says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And so what the word is telling us, first of all, we need to put on the whole armor of God, not leave any part of it behind. We would not leave our house without being uh, partly dressed, putting all our clothing on except our shoes. 
We want to be fully clothed and covered and protected. And this is not just any armor. We got to remember this is God's divinely designed armor that he has designed for each one of us That's as awesome. a believer. Uh -huh. So we want to make sure we put on that whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. All right. So then and only then when we put on the whole armor of God, we will be able to stand against the wiles. And what is the wiles of the devil? It is the schemes, the assaults, the lies, the spiritual attacks of the evil one. So you might be asking, who is the devil or, or what does the word tell us about the devil? So I'm going to let you know a few things. John 8, 44 says that the devil is the father of lies and there is no truth in him and that he is a murderer, it says. 1 Peter 5, 8 says he is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm. And John 10, 10 says that Jesus came to give, give us life and life more abundantly. Yes, he did. But it says that Satan came, the evil one, the devil, he comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. So if you see that starting to happen in your life, you know you are in a spiritual warfare. And so what we want to say to you also is you got to remember that he is a defeated foe. Remember Colossians 2.15. To stand against means to hold at bay aggressively or to stand in front and oppose. It's taking a position kind of where you would have a stance where your, your feet would be spread apart. Kind of like if you were in um, jujitsu or something like that. You're going to do hand-to-hand -hand combat. You're going to take a stance. You're going to firmly plant yourself so that you're not going to be knocked over. And this is what Paul is talking about. And remember the word is telling us in verse 12, for we do not wrestle. Wrestle means to engage actively in one-on-one -on -one combat against flesh and blood, but against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. These are the ones Jesus has already triumphed over. And verse 13 says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And when it says withstand in the evil day, withstand means to vigorously oppose, bravely resist. James 4, 7 even says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It means to stand your ground. And so we wanted to uh, encourage you today in this first part of a two-part series on uh, verses 10 through 13 about the whole armor of God. Again, Paul saying that we need to be strong in the Lord. He talks about our schemes before we go. He talks about schemes. And I say this again, you need to understand something. He knows exactly how to affect each person's life. He knows your weaknesses. He knows, he, another, he knows he what buttons he can push. Uh-huh. To make you react, to affect you. Yes. What what is your what is your area where he can come in and really get you thrown off? You, you you're probably you're probably knowing it right now yes. as I'm saying that. It's this area, that area. And he knows how to get you there. He knows how to cause people to fall, so to speak. He knows how to get them to stumble. Um and, and like 
Jana has said, "We this battle is not mine. This battle is the Lord's, and yes. I fight in his strength. It's the Lord who wins the victory. Yes. Listen, when David faced Goliath, he didn't defeat him with the sword. He used a sling. Yes. That's all he had. When he fought it, the, it was a, the reason it was a sling and not a sword is because it's showing us it was the Lord that won the victory. So here's the good news. If you're a believer out there, you you are already victorious. You yes. just now have to live it out yes. and stand by standing strong against yes. the enemy. We're going to give you in an, in podcast number two, part two, the the weapons that we are yes. ta- that are talked about in this particular chapter. But you need to know in num- in part one that first of all you are victorious. Yes. If you're discouraged, get encouraged. If you're downtrodden, if you feel defeated, understand that you are victorious in Christ. He will win the battle for you. Again, strength in his might, that same power that raised him from the dead is the same and and raised you up with him is the same power that's available to you through the Spirit, through the Holy Spirit to help you engage this battle and to come out of it victorious, help you deal with your anxiety, your discouragement. Some people even in depression and despondency over situations in life. Listen, there's a war going on, but guess what? You as a believer, you are the winner in and through the name of Jesus Christ. Well, we thank you for joining us today. And we are really excited about the subject because we know that the truth of God's word is coming and it's um, enlightening you. Um, You're seeing the truth for what it is. You're going to be equipped with part two and just what we just discussed on how to take a stand against this. And I'm excited for you to learn about the armor pieces that God has divinely designed for you. So again, go ahead and tune in to part two. Y'all have a great day and God bless you. God bless you. You have the victory in Jesus Christ. Amen. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, Remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.